Welcome back to another episode of Making Sense with Nydia. It's still just me, your host. I only do these by myself. I don't have anybody yet. I still think I want to have occasional uh, co-hosts, but for now, it is just me. So I hope you don't mind and I hope you're having fun because I'm having a lot of fun. And this episode is packed. It's jam-packed. There are so many pet peeves. A lot of people joined in this time. There was a lot of traffic, which I really appreciated. It was super fun writing all this down and getting the content I needed to, to make this episode happen. So thank you very much. Before I get into the episode, I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm very grateful for anybody who participated and will participate in the future. I know not all the topics you can participate, but if you're listening and you're sharing, I just appreciate it. So thank you. Okay, let's get into it. So I asked, what are your pet peeves? What are some of your pet peeves? And y'all went in, we went in. So just to make it official, I looked up the official meaning for pet peeve, which is something that a particular person finds especially annoying. Super short and sweet. I personally think pet peeves can be classified as like surface pet peeves and internal or personal pet peeves. And I'll I'll get into that more. Uh, surface meaning these are pet peeves that deal with outside and internal is the way someone is. That's why I'm calling it internal, like personality wise. The best way for me to explain this concept to you is to tell you how I classify my own pet peeves. And let me tell y'all, I have a lot of internal pet peeves. So it may make me seem judgy, but I'm honestly not. And I really am just approachable and friendly and yeah, (laughs) trying to make up for what I'm about to say. Well, what I'm about to reveal about myself. So my surface pet peeves are turn signals, slow driving in the HOV lane, small sandals, the sound of flip-flops, and the sound of chips crunching in your mouth. Turn signals. I just want to ask, how fucking hard is it to use them? They're literally on the side, a quick rundown of your finger, and you're there and you're using them. Either you put your finger down, put your finger up, either way, super easy. It's the easiest thing about driving, yet I see you assholes merging into my lane inches from my car, and guess what? your turn signals aren't there. It honestly makes me rage, literally rage. If you are a person that doesn't use your turning signals, know that you're an asshole that should have their license revoked. And that's not an opinion. It's a fact. Just kidding. It's an opinion. But is it? Up next, slow driving in the HOV. (sighs) Let me set a scenario for you, okay? If there is back-to-back traffic on the highway 
and you get on the HOV lane and you drive alongside the traffic with enough space for five semis to cut you off, you are in violation of the purpose of the HOV lane. What exactly is the point of you being in the lane if you're going under 65? Get the fuck out of there. Also, when there is no back-to-back traffic and you are in the HOV lane going under 80, you got to go. It's an unspoken rule. We're doing 80 plus on the HOV lane now. Bye. Scram. Get out. It irritates the shit out of me. Like, why are you in the HOV lane? If the purpose of the HOV lane, let's be real, is to have that privilege that you get to go on there because there's more than one person or you're in a motorcycle, your car is electric, you get the privilege of going on that HOV lane and you get to pass everybody. So if you're fucking driving alongside your little friend on the other lane, you gotta go. There's no point of you being in that HOV lane. (sighs) It really irks the shit out of me. Surprisingly, people do not share these pet peeves with me, like the the HOV lane, the turning signals. Krishan did say turning signals is a pet peeve with her, but that's the only person who said that. I really thought that more of you would have car-related or drive-related pet peeves. So good for y'all, but it makes me feel like I'm just a rage driver. Like everybody's going super slow and not using purposeful items that are much needed, like turning signals. And the HOV lane, why are you cruising? Get the fuck out of there. Go to the next lane and cruise there under 65, under 80. Get the fuck out. Some of us are rushing to get somewhere. Some of us need to stop and still get iced coffee before we're five minutes late to work. Come on, get the fuck out. Honestly, the only person who said anything about cars was my cousin, and he said that his pet peeve is when the check engine light comes on. So that's the only car-related one. Uh, But, bro, if that's a pet peeve of yours, you probably need to get that checked. The next pet peeve opens up a whole smaller list for me. So it's a broad topic, which is sandals and flip-flops. Kind of already had this conversation on Instagram. So if you follow me on there, you kind of know where I'm already going with this. But I hate the sound of flip flops. But let me make it specific because that's just me being picky if I'm like, I just hate all sounds of flip flops. No, I hate the sound of flip flops in a quiet setting. For example, we're like, we're at the movie theater. Uh, And there's quiet chatter right before the movie starts. So nothing's really playing, but everybody kind of knows you kind of have to be quiet. So we're all kind of just, you know, whispering to each other and whatnot. And then you come in, flip-flopping your ass all the way to the top row. That sound has got to go. Don't wear flip-flops to the movie theaters. I especially hate the sound of flip-flops in the office. Don't wear loud ass flops to the office, which brings on my next one. Sandals and flip flops at the office. But wait, hear me out because I know what you're thinking, but hear me out. 
you take off your sandals and walk around barefoot in the office. Ew, ew, ew. Why? Why? Some of my coworkers do this, and I know for a fact, for a fact, that those floors, excuse me, no, those carpet floors do not get cleaned ever. Maybe they get cleaned once a year. And that's me giving them the benefit of the doubt. But honestly, no, those floors do not ever get clean. It's carpet. Nobody's vacuuming. Nobody's deep cleaning that shit. And you're walking around barefoot. First of all, why are you walking around barefoot in the office? It's an office setting. You shouldn't even wear flip-flops to work. That's disgusting. (sighs) If you're triggered by this, that's not my problem. You shouldn't be wearing flops to work. That's all I'm going to say. My next pet peeve with sandals slash flip-flops. Also, small sandals or flip-flops, if your heel is about to commit suicide, you need to go up half a size or a full size. I don't care. I'd rather you have a small foot in a big shoe than a big foot in a small shoe. I literally see people's feet be larger than their sandal and I honestly cannot deal because your heels falling off that cannot be comfortable you know what I mean like I don't know what that's like because I do not wear sandals or flip-flops that are too small for me I simply cannot it's honestly so frustrating and to be honest I'm frustrated at the fact that these things frustrate me I'm sorry I wish they didn't frustrate me because I can't look away. If your heel is committing suicide in front of me, I can't look away. I'm trying, but it's like a bad car accident. You shouldn't be looking, yet you're looking. And I'm not the only one who feels like that. I actually did get some feet-related pet peeves. My girl Yaritas lists dirty feet as a pet peeve. The direct quote is when people take off their shoes at work And then they have nasty black feet. (laughs) I have to like try not to laugh. That's disgusting. But again, why are people taking their shoes off at work? I don't understand. That's uncalled for. She added another one. Huge second toes. When someone's second toe toe is weirdly bigger than the big toe, which is usually our very first toe. Now, don't come for me if this is you. I don't have a lot of experience with toes, but you bet your ass that now I'm going to be looking at that when you're wearing your little flops to the office. (laughs) If you wear your little flops somewhere else, I don't care. But to the office, (sighs) I honestly can't get over that. My last surface pet peeve is the crunch sound of chewing anything crunchy, basically, in a quiet setting. Oh my God, that really irks me. And I remember it bothering me as a child. I would be eating with my mom quietly. And if I could hear her crunching on the food, I could feel my face start to make that face. You know the face, the face that we make when someone's about to catch some hands. But of course, I had to deal because it was my mother. Again, it has to be a quiet setting, not just any setting. If I, if we're out and about and everybody's eating, like I can't hear you, we're talking, blah, blah, blah. But if it's just like 
super quiet and I can hear it. Ooh, I can't. I just cannot. If I can hear it louder than my own thoughts, we have a problem. Now, this pet peeve is very similar to the most popular pet peeve you all shared with me, which is loud chewing. This was the most common one. More than 50% of you listed loud chewing or chewing with your mouth open as your pet peeve. I remember that. That was the pet peeve for my mother too. Uh, I remember clear as day that my mom uh, had this specific pet peeve with my stepdad. I can't think of many girls or women with this issue, but I know a lot of guys that chew with their mouth open or chew just disgustingly. And one of my brother's chewing is so fucking gross. I literally look at him with a what the fuck are you face when he's eating. He's so gross. And he is the hoe of the family. And these girls have seen him eat. So I really don't know how he's doing it. I don't know. I don't know. But he's the hoe. And he's the grossest eater. Like, hands down, grosses me out when we eat together. I love him. But yuck. And honestly, his stepdad, my stepdad, aka his dad, chews just like that. It really isn't cute. Okay, I'm going to share more surface pet peeves that people shared with us. Hilda's pet peeve is when both sides of the sink are filled with dirty dishes. Like use one side for when you wash, then transfer to the other side, then rinse and dry back. She was very specific on these instructions. <laughs> but I remember my mom would get pissed when we would use both sides of the sink for dirty dishes because that clearly meant that we were letting them pile up and not washing the dishes that she had asked us to wash. And now as an adult, I completely understand her frustration. That's really what happens though, right? Like when you're an adult, you understand your parents more. Okay, Angela shared when going to wash, all the socks are not right side out and underwear is rolled up with your shorts and pants. She also said people chewing loud and people crossing the streets while texting. Honestly, I'm still guilty of the sock pet peeve of hers. I sometimes will forget to turn my socks inside out. I'm sorry, inside in. I don't know. It's just one of those things. Uh, but I'm working on it. <laughs> I know it's a pet peeve. It's also a pet peeve of mine. I'll be like, oh my God, Nydia, why didn't you do this? Okay, moving on. Sydney said, when I say something and people say, huh, like they didn't hear me. Also, when members are hella extra at Costco, example, throwing their money at me. I'll get into customer service a little later. Actually, you know what? I don't end up getting into customer service because customer service needs its own freaking episode. But anyway, but with her pet peeve of when people say hi to her, my stepdad used to do this to my mom when he was avoiding her question and it would irk the shit out of me because he'd be like, huh? Looking at her all stupid like when I know he heard her and he understood the question, but he was trying to avoid the answer. Ooh, y'all, I was ready to throw something at him and it wasn't even me asking the questions. You know, I'm thinking I might have anger issues. <laughs> but seriously, he was annoying. Melissa shared, when people interrupt me when I'm speaking and when people spit in front of me. 
Now I gotta say, you guys, the spitting is not necessarily a pet peeve of mine, but I hate spitting in public when I'm sick because I think it's gross of me to do so. I don't ever really spit, just spit. If I'm sick and I have like a lot of phlegm, then I'll spit, but I hate doing it in public. I don't like to do it because I'm so self-conscious that people will think it's gross or that it'll annoy them. And Melissa's pet peeve clearly validates my thinking process. So thank you for that. <laughs> Jennifer also shared that her pet peeve is being interrupted. And I get this one because sometimes at work, I have to explain to a patient why their insurance denied something and they won't let me talk. But they were the ones who called me and I have to explain to them why, but yet they won't let me talk. It makes my heart, it literally makes my heart race. Like I can feel my heart racing when I'm talking to them because I'm like, oh my God, you're not going to let me talk, huh? It's so annoying. I hate it. Uh, moving on, Priscilla also shared when people come over to visit and sit on their phone the whole time, literally I'm talking to myself, which is also one of the pet peeves Krishan shared with me. She said people on their phone when I'm talking to them, you know, actually, Getting into it, she gave me a list and I was triggered. She was basically attacking me. Sean's list said, unclean sink, replacing toilet paper, which I have to add is bullshit because we're both guilty of this. She also said, dirty phone screens, dirty, dirty or sticky surfaces, and people, aka me, not putting things back. She went in on me and I was ready to throw my phone at her, but I did ask for a list. So I had to take her list down. It was hard for me. Uh, Yesenia shared people who have thick ass nails and bite them, which reminded me I had a coworker that would clip and file her nails at her desk and it was loud as shit. Because we were in a room where it was just authorization people. And then I don't understand why the fuck they threw her in there with us because she was a scheduler. And so we were really quiet. And she, you would just hear the, oh, I can't even make that noise. But you would just hear the clipping. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Ugh. I just thought, you really got time for this, huh? And the answer was, no, she did not have time for that shit. Because... She was always behind on her work and she was always fucking around, but I'll deal with that in a different pet peeve of mine. The internal or personal pet peeves. For me, uh, the, these pet peeves are complaining, time management, unsolicited comments, lazy work ethic, and selfishness. Let me break them down for you so you guys can really understand where I'm getting at with this. What I mean about complaining is I hate, hate when people complain about shit they can change or a situation they put themselves in or the, a situation they contribute to. For example, if you complain about your job, boss, and coworkers, but you don't do anything to change it, or you don't look for other jobs, you don't apply, you don't try to spruce up your resume, I don't want to hear it. When you complain about your man being the trash can he has always been from the very beginning, yet you keep putting up with his shit, 
I'm done with you. We're donezo. I'm too nice to say, shut the fuck up, but you know, shut up. You asked for this shit and you continue to contribute to the situation. I no longer have the patience for it, but also constant complaining of the same issue. <sighs> like, yes, I know. You just told me five minutes ago that that hurts. Yes, I already heard it. I already told you how to fix it, but you have yet to do it. So shut the fuck up. I just can't. I'm just like, Yahweh. Yeah. Next. Time management. When you disrespect my time, I am personally hurt by you. When I was younger, I was always late to everything. And I'm not talking five, 10 minutes late. I was hours late and I am embarrassed. And I'm so deeply sorry to anyone that experienced this with me. This was my early 20s, late teens when I was acting like a fool. This is no longer me. And I expect this from young people because again, that's what I did. And a lot of my peers did the same. Really young, really young. Again, late teens, really early 20s. But as adults, I I need you to get your shit together. For example, my mom, she is late to everything all the time. No exception. My cousin, always late. We can count on her to be late. We know her ass is going to make us late. There's, there's a specific scenario of time management that really irks my soul. Let me tell you. When the calendar and my texts, my snaps, my voice constantly remind you that this event is going to take place at this time, you need to be ready by this time because I am leaving at this specific time and you still manage to fuck up my time, we fighting. We are literally gonna fist fight. It's the ultimate disrespect because I literally reminded you, I laid out all your plans, I constantly was on your ass and you basically gave me the middle finger. That shit makes me so mad. And I am not the only one. My friend Liz also said time management, but she's an esthetician and does facials by appointment. So I'm pretty sure she deals with this pet peeve way more than most of us do. So I'm praying for you, girl, because Jesus, I deal with this like ever so often. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to fight. Okay, my next one is unsolicited comments. These are comments that people make that I didn't fucking ask for. For example, when I first dyed my hair green, like this was five years ago, someone said, I don't like it. It's too green. It's too bright. And this was my coworker. And I answered, well, I do. And this is what I wanted but what I really wanted to say is, who fucking asked you? Because it was so random. Like I was literally walking in and she said that to me. And I'm like, who fucking asked you? Because I sure as hell did not. This is something I tell you all, but it needs to be applied in person and online. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say shit. Unless they ask you. If I would have asked her, is this too green? Then 
yeah, you can tell me it's too fucking green. And that's my fault because I asked for it. I'm too sensitive for that shit. You know, like, shut the fuck up. I didn't ask you. Shut it. So nobody directly said unsolicited comments. But my friend Kim did say she hates when people ask why, when you want to do something with your life. Like, why? Why are you doing that? She also hates when they ask her things like, are you budgeting? Which she wants to respond with, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were my my financial advisor. It's unsolicited comments. Nobody asked you. You don't know my finances. If you can't afford it, that's on you. But our situations are different. So, you know, don't portray those things onto me. I get it. Next one is lazy work ethic. This one, this really irks me. I don't expect everyone to go above and beyond, but I do expect the bare minimum. I do expect you to do your job. And I expect you to be detailed and look at details. If you avoid your responsibilities at work and now your coworkers have to pick up for your slack, you're on my shit list. If I referred you to a job and you don't live up to the hype, I'm going to probably fire you myself. Also, don't say you're busy when you're just doing shit that isn't your job. I could go on with these pet peeves that fall into that work category But for my sake and your sake, I'm not going to do that. Okay, my last one, selfishness. This is probably the biggest internal pet peeve for me. When you are selfish, I literally feel like slapping you. I know, you guys, the violence. I know. I have so many examples, so many examples, but... I'm not going to give any because I don't want to single anybody out. I don't want to put anyone on blast because too many of my loved ones are selfish. And honestly, sometimes it's not their fault. I am an Aquarius, which basically means everyone else above me. I want the best for everyone and I will go above and beyond for my loved ones and my friends. And I don't expect anything in return. But... If I give it my all and I try and I help, I support and I advise you and you disrespect me, you do the opposite of what I tell you or you use me or you throw me away once you've used me. Well, yeah, when you use me, then you're a selfish prick and you're officially on my shit list. And now I'm peeved. I'm going to end it here because I'm not trying to blast anyone, but you get the idea. So now that I've shared that, I hope you guys understand what I mean by internal pet peeves. There's probably a better word for it, or maybe even a, not a better word, but probably the correct word for it. But I'm going to go with internal. Uh, Kim and Yesenia said their pet peeves is passive aggressiveness, which is internal because there are people who are actually passive aggressive. It's just who they are. I have a coworker like this, and it's the most difficult coworker I have ever dealt with. And you guys, if y'all knew the drama at my job with this specific coworker, moving on, Shelby and Krishan said, when people don't say, excuse me, I'm going to categorize an internal because that's privilege. 
That's people who think they're better than you. And honestly, the only people I run into like that are usually the same exact people. It's so freaking frustrating. And I just feel like, yeah, you clearly think you are better than anybody else because there's no reason for you not to say excuse me because we're literally taught that from fucking kinder. I remember in kinder, we literally learned to say, please, thank you, excuse me, blah, blah, blah. You learn that shit from when you're a kid. So if you're not saying that as an adult, just because you're being a little shit, you're probably a privileged asshole. And that makes it internal. Clearly, that's probably one of my pet peeves because I got really worked up over it. Okay, for our last few pet peeves, uh, Shelby shared these that kind of open up a whole other subject. And I would like to make an episode about it probably call it like women, like dear women, because it's an issue within women. Let me just tell you. <laughs> um, the pet peeve she talks about is how moms are overcritical about each other. Like the example she gave was breastfeeding, how some women choose to breastfeed and other women can't. So they do formula and the breastfeeding mom will be super critical to the formula mom. But we're not being considerate of the fact that she probably doesn't have the option to do breastfeeding, you know? So there's that pet peeve, just moms being overcritical about each other about things that probably cannot be helped the way that they believe it can. For example, like, oh, well, maybe you're not trying enough, you know, exercises or whatnot. And when I think about that, I think about like in the office where Pam has to get that consult. But anyway, <laughs> um, if you watch The Office, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, so that was one of the pet peeves she talked about. And then the other one she talked about uh, was women telling women that don't have children to basically mind their business. We don't want to hear you. Uh, if you don't have children, your opinion is invalid. I semi get that in women, but... Sometimes you guys might say something like this happens at work to me. The girls don't think this way. Thank God. They will ask my opinion because they know that I basically raised my siblings, but they will ask me questions like, what do you think about this? And I tell them because it's a, a different point of view. So they respect that. But I have seen where women will be like, nobody asked you, you don't have a child, but you kind of did ask because we were in a whole room where you ask, what do you think of this? You know what I mean? And it's kind of funny because uh, when I thought about this, I had seen a retweet that Shelby did on Twitter where it's like, okay, well, I was just going to tell you that you should probably strap your car seat in. But I also thought like, okay, well, you should probably not drive your child a la Britney Spears mode, meaning the child is up in the driver's seat with you, which I've seen my mother actually used to do this fucking wild. But anyway, if you know, you know. And then the last one is women asking other women if they're going to have children repeatedly or this one I add, women asking women if they're going to have children and not respecting the fact that they don't want children. So when you keep asking women if they're going to have children, it's, it can be hurtful because you don't know if they're struggling with pregnancy. Uh, you don't know 
that's probably something a lot of women don't want to say out loud. I've never had that issue, but I know it has to hurt because I've seen other women talk about it and it, they, it looks so painful, like emotionally painful. And it's just none of our business. Honestly, if you're consistently asking somebody, just be respectful. You don't know what they're going through. And then if women tell you, no, I don't want to, don't ask why. Don't hound them. Don't tell them like, oh, children are the best. They change your life. There's, They make your life purposeful. I fucking hate when other women tell women that don't want to have children, that children make their life purposeful. Because you don't have to have children to have purpose in your life. That's just so disrespectful. This is not 1969 anymore. We don't have to let society tell us what to do. We're making our own choices. If you want to have a child, that is your choice. It should be a choice. Don't, let's not argue about that because that opens up a whole nother episode too, but it's a choice if you want to have a child. Be respectful of that. If you don't agree with it, okay, but don't say anything. And it goes back to, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all because you don't know what they're going through. And again, honestly, to get to the bottom of it, you don't have to have children for your life to have a purpose. As usual, the episode got really deep. I apologize. Not really. I feel like you should expect that now because somehow I always end up making these too deep. So <laughs> expect it. But anyway, this was super fun. Gave me an idea for a whole couple other episodes. And again, thank you everybody who shared. I am so, so, so grateful. And this was super fun to do. I'll see you guys next time. The next episode is going to be your first concert experience. I want to hear all about it, who you saw, what it was like. Did you have any issues? <sighs> I want to hear it all. So send me your stories. You know the drill. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.